Hi there. Welcome to, to the, the Pretty, Pretty Dumb, Dumb Podcast. This light means recording. Yes, these numbers counting up also mean recording, correct? That is what that means. Okie dokie. So we'll let's hope see. that. <laughs> <laughs> let's fucking hope If so. it doesn't, I'm burning this fucking Zoom recorder to the ground. Do you think that like... We should just like throw the Zoom recorder off a river. Off of a river or into like, a river? No, like we're on the river, but we're throwing it off of it, the river. Like we're going down a river and then we throw it off the river so onto we're recording, an shore. We're recording the podcast in a raft. Raft. Okay. Yeah. Yes. Okay. I down like the really. river. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. We're going to wait till next summer because, of, oh my God. No one can see that. No one can see that. So it's not adding to our viewers experience or their listening adventure. Correct. Yeah. Welcome back to the Pretty Dumb (laughs) Podcast. (laughs) We're just, we're going to check our recorder every 30 seconds or so. Uh, It just had a message. What did it say? I didn't see a message. Are you sure? You know what? You're sure? I didn't see anything. Is it because I touched it? Are we not supposed to touch it? I don't know. Sorry, there was no episode last week. So we had sorry there was some, no episode last week. Some technical difficulties. Imagine that. <laughs> Can you believe that this like brand new to the world podcast is just not functioning at full speed 150? Right? It's crazy. It I just I can't sense. believe it. Like if I was a listener I would be like, wow, I'm so forgiving. I'm still going to share this podcast with everyone. They're trying their hardest and they're crushing it. We're we don't like even know anything's going on. Gay man, woman owned business. Yeah. And which, we're which drowning. Are you? I mean, I'm whatever I'm paid to be. So speaking of, we would love to get paid. So if anyone wants to pay <laughs> us, we do all kinds of things. You we want, you will want- sell out. Yeah. You want me to fix your floor? You can pay me to do that. Fix your deck? I got you. Do you want me to vacuum your floor? I can do that. Basically, if it's a floor, I'm in. (laughs) Any type of cleaning. If you want me to be a rug on your floor, I can do that. (laughs) Whatever you want. Yay. How's your week been, Richie? Um, My week has been really hard. I think I'm going to start holding the mic like this. Like That's a white wrapper. So weird. Is it cool? It's uncomfortable. Cool? <laughs> I, I, I hold the mic when we're recording, like I do when I'm on stage, and I hold it down low, like, like the, like in the way that you would like never hold a penis, like, I like at the, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> like I hold it at the base because I was taught by I forgot who told me this I want to say it was Todd Kirkwood no it wasn't Todd Todd reinforced this but there was like I saw a comic do it and I was like oh that seems cool hold the bottom yeah they were probably just holding the cord in the mic making it steady literally what Todd was saying he was like yeah like sometimes you just have to hold it there so that way if the cord gets unplugged then you can just (laughs) hold it steady and it looks natural now you guys know in which the conditions that we have to work yeah it's (laughs) just like my week the conditions are hard (laughs) (laughs) i started out with the mic like this when i was doing comedy like on my chin i moved to that but then after covid i was like "Mm -mm." 
That's so weird. I saw another comic. I think I saw Michael Longfellow put the mic to his chin and I was like, oh, I'm going to do that now. And <laughs> I didn't mean to. It wasn't like a conscious choice. It was just something I noticed I was doing. And I was like, fuck, stop doing that. Anyways, um, my week was hard. I had to get shots today and I'm in a lot of pain. I was You're always getting jabbed. Literally attacked. <laughs> by a nurse. By a nurse. <laughs> She was like, hey, you need to get shots. And I was like, oh, no, thanks. And she said, get your ass over here. And she (laughs) stabbed me with a needle violently and shook me and told me that it's going to happen again (laughs) in three weeks. Three weeks? (laughs) Yeah, there's this follow-up. Oh, jeez. Yeah, so I had to do that. And then um, what else did I fucking do? (laughs) I was here until Thursday last week. I was here and then like... I've been home back in my apartment. How's that been? It's been awesome. Isn't it nice going home? It's nice home. going like, home. Like there's nothing bed. there's nothing like <laughs> leaving your bed for more than a night to realize like, oh, I love my home and bed. <laughs> yeah. It's so nice. I'm excited to go home tomorrow. Yeah. Are you going to be home long? Um, I think like a week or two. It's pretty great. Not too long. Yeah. But yeah, it'll be nice. Mm-hmm. How was your week? My week was good. I had a few shows this weekend and they were fun. Um, one exciting thing. So pre-COVID, um, I, I don't know. I had been doing stand-up for 10 months before or like when quarantine when started. The, well, yeah. When the disease happened. And the perch or the, the plague. Mm-hmm. Um, and in that time, I kind of more or less figured out how to not rely on a set list. So I would write a set list of my jokes and put it in my back pocket. And then if I felt like I really needed it, then I would try to slyly pull it out, put it on the stool and glance at it. Which when everyone's watching you and you're the only thing on the stage is a very hard trick to pull off. I don't know. I feel like I've gotten some very mixed reviews. Some people think seeing notes on stage means that you're a better comic. I had some guy come up to me after a kangaroo and kiwi show and he's like, Oh yeah, I saw you had your notes up there. You're like a good comic. And I was like, that's not what that means. (laughs) But thank you. I don't think there's anything wrong with having a set list on stage. I personally don't really do it, but like, I don't think that there's anything wrong with it. Well, the thing that's wrong with it for me is that I rely on it. So I never give myself pauses, breaks. I'm like, as soon as I'm like done with the group of jokes or whatever and I'm like what comes next I just immediately go to the set list actually you know what I do that too uh because I did that when I did my 45 minutes I made a set list and I found myself being like what comes next and it's like that should not be a thing like there should just be like a natural flow for it so I think that's why that's one of the reasons I don't use set lists I think yeah so I on Saturday I did two shows at Laughs and I didn't use a set list for either one and I made it through and they were fun. Like I realized after like, oh yeah, I forgot a joke here and there or like I did some different material that I wasn't planning on doing, but I still did jokes for 10 minutes and it still went well. But that's because it felt more natural, right? You're kind yeah. of just like off the top of your head. Yeah. And I was more comfortable doing crowd work because in those blank spaces of like, okay, well that set of jokes is done. What comes next? Instead of like, hmm, or looking at my notes, I would just like kind of go in the audience a little bit. So I did feel some growth on Saturday. Like, that's oh my God, awesome. I'm doing it. When you forget what you're saying next, do you acknowledge it out loud? 
Um, sometimes, yeah. Okay. I always do. And I'm like, mm, <laughs> I don't know what I'm supposed to say next. I went into a joke that I hadn't done for a little bit. And I just forgot like a line that's kind of imperative for the rest of the joke. And then I was like, I kind of forgot how this joke goes. And I was like, oh, yeah, I need to go back. Okay, this. So it was clunky. And they were like, all right. Like, it's still did it's like fairly well. Yeah. yeah it's but like it was something. like, all right. You know what? I didn't look at my notes. And I didn't die so and that's what we want we don't want yeah, you to die i was pretty proud of myself you should be so i'm hoping that happens more often and it also helps because i did two sets on friday so just being on stage so often when your jokes are kind of fresh in your mind it definitely helps it helps so much to do multiple shows a week mm-hmm. like it makes me feel so much i'm actually really nervous about that this week because i don't really have anything lined up and i'm doing like five half hours this weekend and i'm like i don't know time for some open mics asked to drop in on some people's stuff i guess but also i'm like is a three minute open mic gonna (laughs) make a difference (laughs) is it gonna make a difference i don't know maybe hopefully we'll see that's exciting Mm -hmm. and then yesterday i got to host off the top which is a it's a riffing mic you get like slides and like a PowerPoint and you just riff off of what was going on. And I got to be on one of the God mics in the back of the room, which is my favorite thing to do, which is basically heckle comedians from the back, but on a microphone is so much fun. I feel like you can do that in your set in real life. Like you can make fun of the people who went up before you. Oh, I've done that before. Yeah. And you're really good at it. Well, good. (laughs) Let them hate. They only hate you because you're a woman. (laughs) Exactly. What's not to hate? Yeah, the way you bleed for a week is fucking weird. <laughs> I'll make you bleed till you die. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Yeah, no. Okay, anyways, that's great. I'm really glad you had a good week and threatened me. <laughs> I feel like that got really personal and I've like literally been talking about how I had a hard week. You didn't you literally didn't say anything. You got a little stabby stabs and now everything's ruined. I mean, yeah. And? <laughs> <laughs> What's jabbing your ass this week? Okay. <laughs> it doesn't get to be what you just talked about. <laughs> you know what's really chopping my ass is like the medical world and all of their <laughs> shots. I'm so tired of them sticking needles in me. <laughs> I'm so fucking tired of it. No. You know what's actually chopping my ass? Like, physically and in real life well actually no not even physically i (laughs) my tum tum has been hurting so much since friday and i'm so tired of (laughs) this is also why my week was off i've had so much painful gas and bloating and like i can't get it out of my body i literally am like Please just fart or burp. Like, please make it go away. And it's not going away. It's Someone's not going away. Someone's got a gluten intolerance. It's literally, it's like, it's like my own personal COVID. It just won't go away. <laughs> You're struggling, but on the inside. I literally have just been like, please, we can't have another pandemic. And it's just, <laughs> my stomach hurts so much. Like, it hurts so much on Friday night that I, like, woke up multiple times. And I was like, I think something's wrong. And I was like, I think I have an ulcer. <laughs> I think I think I have an ulcer and I'm dying. Did you ask the nurse when you were there today? No, I was scared. <laughs> I actually actually I forgot. I forgot to ask. <laughs> the needles coming out, you just totally spaced it. I always have to like 
go there and be like, okay, mentally, what do I have? Like when I'm walking there, I'm like, what do I have to talk to them about? I always have at least three things. (laughs) I'm like, I'm going to get my money's worth. Yeah, seriously. And then like this time I went and I was like, okay, this is, this is what I want to talk to them about. I was like, I think I have, um, a hemorrhoid. I'm not sure. And then I forgot to ask about it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was also like, okay, and then I'm going to ask them, if like I need to do a physical and like my physical was like kind of a joke like it really felt like it was like a magic trick or something like my doctor just like touched me and looked at me and he was like you're healthy and I was like (laughs) oh we see you every other week you're fine (laughs) like I was so confused because he literally like looked in my ears looked in my mouth looked in my eyes and then like poked me in a few places and was like yeah I think you're good and I was like oh are you like a magic like can you like see what's inside of me like with your eyeballs is that what's happening because I feel like all you did was touch me and not even inappropriately (laughs) so I guess in some ways, yeah, the medical world and my tum-tum are chopping my ass. And maybe it is a gluten intolerance thing. And it's hard because, like, I don't want to be annoying, you know? Could you, you imagine? even more? What do you mean? <laughs> what, what do you mean? Do you think... Huh? Do you, Has someone what? said something? Has someone said what? something to me? About me? <laughs> if, you, if someone has, like, I would hope you would tell me. For sure. Okay. Tell everybody. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Well, I mean, luckily your boyfriend's out of town, so. He is out of town. You get to deal with your tummy troubles on your own. And that's also chopping my ass. (laughs) (laughs) Very much like to see him. (laughs) Yeah. I realized I missed him the other day and I was like, I hate this. What a piece of shit. No, I don't hate that I miss him, but I was like, I hate, I hate that I want to see him now and I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Absence makes the heart blah, blah, blah. Absence makes me want him to choke me. (laughs) Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe he will. I don't think he will. He's not very violent. Which is nice, which is good. I was told Uh that that's nice. I was told that's healthy. I was told that that's what we want, (laughs) is someone who doesn't choke me for fun. That's great. I think so, too. Yeah. How was your week? Or what's chopping your ass is what I meant to say. I'm really good at podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Um, As you can see, I've also been having some tummy pains. (laughs) I would like to point out that I I filled this out first. (laughs) Wait, did you? I didn't see that. Um, so you and oh, I, we, love Red Robin. <laughs> we went to Red Robin on Thursday. And it was so good. We ate Oh my God. Maybe so it was much. Red Robin. Maybe Red Robin ruined my fucking stomach. For reals. We ate so much. We got, this is sponsored by Red Robin. This podcast is 150% sponsored by Red Robin, specifically their bottomless <laughs> fries, which no one fucking needs, but like, God bless America. Yeah. Right. Am I right? Though? Oh my God. We got mozzarella sticks. We got the mini onion ring tower, which like still was too much for us. Honestly. It was too much. We each got a fatty burger and fries and milkshakes. milkshakes. We got, oh my God. I wonder if it was the milkshake <laughs> that was fucked me up. All of it. <laughs> it was, 
It was everything. How could I say no? They were like, oh, do you want a pumpkin spice shake, you fat fuck? And I was like, yeah, I want a pumpkin spice shake. And they were like, yeah, I bet you fucking do. You want that second tin too? And I was like, yeah, I want that second tin. Full milkshake, another half milkshake in the metal tin. I feel like, okay, I just, I'm sorry. I feel like it should be illegal to order as much food as we did. I know. They should just have a dietitian in every restaurant. Like, no. They should actually have a scale. When you walk into every restaurant and you just be like, oh, that's how much you weigh? Okay, you you decide. How much do you want to order? <laughs> Good. And they should like make you, they should have your weight displayed where everyone can see oh, it. Everyone cheers. Yeah. Oh, my God. But that was awesome. So it hurt your stomach? Yeah. <laughs> we ate so much. We, eat, we took like half of our burgers and fries to go. And I was still in pain the rest of the night. I, dude, I walked a mile and a half from my apartment to go to an open mic that night thinking I would like burn off that feeling of full and bloatedness. And it didn't help at all. <laughs> it did not help even a little bit. Nope. I was in literal pain. Like, okay, is this coming out or is this just staying with me? I literally thought I was like pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, whoa, I really should have worn a condom that last time. I wonder who the dad could be. <laughs> <laughs> And then a couple days later, I took these dogs to the doggy store to get them a little snack. And then on our way back, I decided to treat myself and got a nice, nice iced Vietnamese coffee, which is condensed milk, very strong espresso, basically. And then I think another kind of milk. I think so. So, yeah, you're like literally just like a recipe for a shit store. I was in more pain again yesterday. Yeah, it's not it's not been great. Do you think that like. Our stomachs are just like, hey, guys, we're in our 30s. Listen up, honey. We can't do this. We anymore. can't do this anymore. Like, this isn't the 90s. The got milk campaign is gone. Okay. <laughs> you don't need milk. Yeah. Got milk, you had milk. Okay. <laughs> You've had your fill forever. Yeah. You're done now. <laughs> I hope you enjoyed that pumpkin spice latte <laughs> or that pumpkin spice milkshake. And I it'll did. be your last. Yeah. <laughs> really though, I think it will be. Well, actually wait, there's another place that has a pumpkin spice milkshake Ooh, that I really like taste test. <laughs> <laughs> well, I feel like this leads well into our topic for the day. What's our topic? Our relationship with food. It's been on our mind lately. It has been, especially since I found out my skinny jeans don't fit me anymore. Oh. <laughs> like I have been thinking about <laughs> it. I put Are on my you, skinny jeans and I was like, where did I go wrong? Does the low waist fashion trend affect you at all? I think it does, honestly, but I'm not participating. Like I got my invitation on TikTok and I was like, Decline. I'm not going to that. Thank you so much for offering, though. I just don't want to be there. The thing with like women's clothing is like if it's not in style anymore, then it's so hard to find. So I'm like, am I not going to be able to find high-waisted pants anymore? Because fuck these 20-somethings with their flat stomachs. It's not fair. I'm not going back to low-rise jeans. And I, I will would go. not go back to low-rise jeans ever. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I wish that low-rise jeans came in style like three years ago when I was like really fit. <laughs> that would have been sick. I would have loved that. I've never been comfortable in low-rise jeans. I want like the top of my pussy out when I'm wearing my <laughs> jeans. <laughs> so yeah, what's your relationship with food been like? <laughs> Not good. It's been toxic. It's been like, 
It's been like those guys where I'm like, I know he doesn't care about me, but like the dick is so good. I'm just going to go there <laughs> and then I'm going to feel like shit afterwards. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And that's basically been how I've been treating food all summer. Mm-hmm. I think like this problem really all started when I started dating what's his face because I was like, oh, I'm like really happy right now. I don't have to try as hard. And I'm yeah. just going to eat whatever I want. I'm not blaming him. It's not his fault. But he like if this if I had never met him, this wouldn't have happened. Yep. And <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I, I've been eating so poorly all summer. But the problem is, is it does make me feel good. And it also it like I justify it because I'm like, I'm so busy. I don't want to cook. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't want to cook. That's the last thing on my mind after I work my full day job. And then I go to an open mic or we record this podcast or I do a show. The last thing I want to do is be like, I'm going to go cook some food that takes like an hour and a half to make. Yeah. Like, it's not fun. No. Yeah. So, who has the time? Who has the time, patience, energy, lifestyle, materials, pots and pans, utensils? Like, who has all of that? <laughs> not me. <laughs> I don't. Who has a working stove? Like, <laughs> I don't know. Hey, we have air fryers. We're oh, set. we are better than everyone. That's right. I forgot about that. We can fry all of our food. We can't. Like, I saw an air fryer recipe that was like, you can make salmon in your air fryer. And I was like, you can. Yeah. Um, so in that in that sense, when we're, t- when we're talking about our relationship with food around air fryers, it's really good. It's super <laughs> positive, super healthy. Like, just like... Like it's, it's a lot of reciprocation, you know, like I'm giving something to the air fryer. It's giving me a full cooked meal. I think that that's my relationship with food. <laughs> also, like I wrote down starving myself cause I used to starve myself. That was hilarious. <laughs> um, <laughs> We're not condoning anorexia. Yeah. I used to starve myself because I thought I was dieting. This was like in my early twenties and this, I think this might be, oh no, wait, hang on. My poor relationship with food started when I was young because my mom used to tell me I was fat and she used to say things like well your sister can have two cookies but you can only have one because your sister can afford it and you can't yeah so I think that that's where I started thinking like oh food is bad yeah and then like I was raised on McDonald's like I was a child of the 90s I had so much McDonald's and like I remember like feeling really excited every time I got McDonald's and like I, I wasn't like a picky eater I would eat whatever but like I think I still associated like those good feelings with like something bad for you mm-hmm. like to this day a burger still sounds really good despite our yeah. trauma at the robin of red no for real it's like anytime I do really well or I feel like I did really well on a comedy show. I crave a burger. Like that is my reward. And I'm like, we I talked about this, and this. I was like, I totally relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I had a similar thing. Like my parents didn't. I don't remember them like commenting on my body. I remember my mom commenting on her own body, and her always thinking that she wasn't the size that she was supposed to be. But then. Like, she was so tiny. Like, I remember being in a store with her once, and she was like, they don't have my size. They don't carry double zero here. (laughs) (laughs) You know, everyone's struggle. (laughs) Every woman's struggle. (laughs) But then, like, later in life and after menopause and stuff, like, her body has changed, and I can tell that it affects her, but it's just like a, I don't know, now I have a teenage niece. She just turned 12, and it's like, we can't, we need to be 
better role models. We can't talk about our bodies. We need it's to... so hard, though, because it's mm-hmm. like it's everywhere. Even like the body positivity movement now that's happening, which is great. I love it. I feel like some people are like not using it the way it should be. Like I feel I see like skinny bitches all the time that are just like sometimes when I sit down, my stomach sticks out body positive. And I'm like, <laughs> shut up. Shut the fuck up. I hate you. <laughs> But I I think that could be like a body dysmorphia thing too because like you've mentioned how like small I am on this podcast but I don't feel small like I feel like I'm the same size as most people around me like even height wise I'm like oh yeah you're five times time (laughs) (laughs) so I just don't feel little and the clothes that fit me like they're always super tight on my stomach and I'm like this is like I've never had a flat stomach. I've never been comfortable in a two piece. It took me so long to be comfortable in like tight clothing when that was trendy. Cause yeah. like, even though I was skinny, I was like, I still feel really fat right. and like, it just doesn't go away. I feel like, mm-hmm. I mean, like I'm sure it does with like therapy, but like, I don't have time for that. <laughs> <laughs> but I do think like the body positivity movement that's happening, like it is nice to see women like, wearing things that I want to wear and they're just regular people yeah they're just confident in their bodies and it doesn't matter what they look like they just like what they're wearing so it's helping me a little bit I'm still not going to wear like a skin tight outfit or anything like that but yeah it's a bummer it is a bummer do you feel like do you feel like your relationship with food right now is like pretty in a good place not really because I also don't cook for myself very often like that's why I got the air fryer. I was like, this will this will work. But then I'm this not will home. Things. Yeah, yeah. I haven't been home since I got the fucking air fryer, and yeah, nope. I'm lazy and tired and just sick of everyone's shit. I'm sick of everyone's shit too. <laughs> I just wish that like I just wish that all the bad foods that I crave and want to eat were okay to eat. I know. I haven't had a vegetable. I had a couple leaves of arugula on my breakfast sandwich today that's the last vegetable i ate when we went to red robins there was lettuce tomatoes see that's the only time that i'm getting veggies on a regular basis and i don't feel good about it i bought carrot sticks at trader joe's not that long ago and i was like i bought carrot sticks and hummus and i was like this is gonna be my snack for like the next couple of days that when i'm and then like i think i did it for one day and i was like this is dumb i'm not <laughs> <laughs> you just throw it all in the trash. i don't fucking like this <laughs> yeah well that's the thing like i'll get into different spurts of like okay yeah this is a good snack i'm into it and then as soon as i have something really good then i'm like oh this is what what was i doing before i can have a cheeseburger whenever i can eat pizza I feel like, too, the other problem is, is, like, whenever, like, I hate diets, but, like, I do them, and it's always because I'm, like, I need to lose weight. It's never because, like, I just want to eat healthier and feel better, which is, like, a product of, like, eating better. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel better, but I'm always, it's always motivated by, like, weight loss, so I'm kind of just, like, waiting for that to kick in with this, uh gene size thing that's going on right now. <laughs> right. I'm just kind of waiting for myself to hate myself enough to, yeah. to do that. I used to eat so much better when I was doing CrossFit because everyone else was like, I don't know. Oh, yeah, meal prep. And when you fuel your body right, then you can lift better. And so I was definitely eating so much better and in way better shape because I was doing like all this hard activity every day. And now that I'm not working out like that, I'm like, I can eat whatever I want. I mean, (laughs) when was the last time you even did like a hard activity? 
Because I, oh, I do remember. It was, I did one hard activity this month. I went on an eight mile hike. Oh, jeez. And I was like, things need to change. And then <laughs> nothing changed. I went paddle boarding once last month and that was pretty difficult. I kept getting beached because the waves were coming and I was a little too close to the shore. So I had to push off into the rocks. I made it back, but it's no longer paddle board season. It's not. I ordered some rollerblades and they're on their way. I saw. Yeah. Okay. I look through your Amazon wish list all the time. <laughs> Shut up. Oh. I'm like this bitch. <laughs> we'll see if I use them. I want to. I mean, for the what you paid for them, I would use them. <laughs> yeah. I think like $800 on roller skates mm-hmm. is kind of a lot of money. Hey, you got to do what you got to do. Yeah. $867. <laughs> Her side is a lot of money. I on started out with the left one. I am doing a GoFundMe for the right skate. Yeah. So I'm really glad that you're doing it, though. Your <laughs> size five and three quarters foot size is yep. really weird. And I hope that's it's hard to come by. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, what else did I write here? Oh, I uh, like I've always kind of my weight has always kind of fluctuated. So when I was younger, um. I was like chubby. I wasn't ever like super fat, but I felt fat. But my brother's friends used to call me fat because that's what you do to your friend's little sister. Which is so fucked up. I know. And it stays with me. I still remember these dudes calling me fat. But when I went to college, I gained like 30 pounds. And that was a rough time. And I I was trying to work out, but college is hard. It's so hard to, like, find time to exercise in addition to, like, eat healthy. And also you're binge drinking every weekend. (laughs) Oh, yeah. I forgot about that part. I didn't finish college. So, you know. It's probably for the best. Probably. Yeah. But I I tell a joke um, about just my, like, weight gain in college and how I tried to give myself an eating disorder, but it didn't last very long. It's a real thing. I... Gave myself an eating disorder and did not fucking know it. Oh, no. Like, I had no idea that that's what I was doing when I was starving myself. I would, like, tell people all the time. I'd be like, yeah, for breakfast, I just, like, have a little bit of coffee and smoke a cigarette. And then for lunch, I just smoke a cigarette. <laughs> and then for dinner, just I just... eat three cigarettes. <laughs> I, I would say, no, I would say I don't eat anything more than I can fit in my hand. And then, like, people would be like, oh, my God, that's so great. I love it. You're, like, losing so much weight right now. Oh, no. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, I had one friend who was, like, are you sure that that's healthy? And I was, like, shut up. You don't know what you're talking about. Look at you. (laughs) Eating a full meal. Being happy. (laughs) Yeah. And I remember in college, I think it was right after Halloween. So, there was, like, I had just had a bunch of, like, little bite-sized candy bars. And I just remember, like popping one in chewing it and then spitting it out and then just doing that a few times like this will fix everything you don't have to swallow those calories just spit them out and then probably 10 minutes later I was like I gotta swallow them I can't handle it I gotta swallow them that's the best part that is the best part (laughs) but I think I'll I don't want to blame my parents for stuff but I will say that um I do think that you can inherit negative traits like my dad has a huge sweet tooth and he's also a late night snacker so just seeing that and like being home when that's happening like wait what are you eating that sounds good i want some of that too and i definitely crave sweets late at night i always crave sweets late at night and it's such a problem is that something you think you got from your parents um 
I don't think I got that from my parents, no. Because uh, I don't think that's something that they do. I don't know where that came from, to be honest. I think that's, you know what, that's actually probably a product of. It's probably a product of my stoner days. Or the fact that you stopped drinking. Um, What's crazy is, like, you know what actually went up when I start, when I stopped drinking is uh, my caffeine intake and my sex drive went up. Oh, interesting. Yeah. When my parents stopped drinking, they both craved sugar like crazy. Because your body produces sugar from the alcohol and it's like missing something. Yeah, alcohol is full of sugar. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Anything well, else we want to talk about? Mm, I feel like oh, we depressed food, everyone enough. Food being a reward. Oh, that's my biggest thing. It is a reward, though. Yeah, it's like, it's so nice. Like, oh, I had a rough day. Here we go. Even, like, when I'm like, oh, well, I did something really good. I deserve this. Mm-hmm. Like, I fully, okay, so I'm, like, going to Salt Lake this weekend. And I'm like, well, this is, like, my first official, like, road gig across the country road gig. I'm going to go out to eat, like, every night. Do you know night. where <clears throat> Utah is? Nevada, Salt Lake City, Utah. Yeah. It's, it's like across the country. It's a couple states away. Which is basically <laughs> across the country. Okay. Just so you know, that's like we're here. Uh-huh. And then Utah's like way over there. I just kind of feel like <laughs> I feel like you're trying to woman explain. You're right. I'm minimizing, <laughs> and I shouldn't be. And I'm sorry. <clears throat> yeah, because I'm maximizing right now because I can't fit into my fucking jeans. <laughs> I can't fit into my jeans. It is pretty cold for shorts. <laughs> shorts are all that fit me right now. <laughs> well, what are we gonna do? Do we have a plan? What? Oh, I am not taking any real action at the moment. Okay, I just like we just wanted to complain. <laughs> I mean, I set up an exercise bike last night, and I was nice. like, okay, well, maybe I can like exercise on this bike while I'm watching TV at night instead of yeah. just sitting on my ass, or like I can like sit on this exercise bike and think about jokes and stuff, mm-hmm. like instead of whatever the fuck it is that I do when I'm home. Which, like, honestly, if I'm just scrolling on TikTok now, I'm gonna go sit my ass on that bike. Smart. Yeah. Okay. What's your plan? I guess these freaking rollerblades, unless I break my body, which is a real possibility. There are so many hills here, too. <laughs> I know. There's so many hills. Dude, I tried to ride my bike three years ago. My parents, like, yeah, two years ago, my parents moved, and they were like, come get all your shit out of our garage, including my mountain bike from when I was 12. And I tried to ride it, like, three times and could barely, like, <laughs> ride it, like, four blocks. I was like, oh, I'm going to work up to this, and it's been in storage ever since. So, Well, maybe you could ride Rollerblade around South Lake Union. Okay, yeah, or Green Lake, yeah. You literally something... live, like, right outside of South Lake Union. I know, something nice and even. And... Yeah, I want to be able to make it home. <laughs> I don't want to have to call someone to come pick me up. You know what you could do? You could just use one of those lime scooters and like have your rollerblades oh. on the ground. Yes. Oh my gosh. That is a marvelous idea. <laughs> Wait, how do I stay with it? Maybe I hold my, I like squeeze it with yeah. my feet. <laughs> okay. All right. Oh, okay. Should we get into what we... (laughs) Wait, did you have a plan besides the roller skates or no? No. Okay, we're just complaining I mean, we need to eat healthier, but... Yeah, me too. 
I don't want to. Yet. We've we'll, made enough we'll touch, things we haven't committed we'll, to. We'll circle back to that one <laughs> after Thanksgiving and Christmas. But I know, but Halloween's coming up and we have some super special plans, so we might need to tighten Get it up. candy? Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> We'll see. We'll, we'll keep you guys yeah. posted. I don't know. I'm planning to dress like a slut for Halloween because <laughs> I'm going to. A, I think I'm going to a rave. So yeah, I should probably work on that. Right. See, we have a date. Now we work backwards from that date, and I'll figure it out. You guys can't see it, but I look so exasperated. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you learn this week? Oh, thanks so much for asking. I'm really glad that you're asked because I did learn something. <laughs> <clears throat> Are you ready for this? Ready. In regards to oat milk, not only does oat milk production use less water, which is good, but it also has valuable effects on land and soil, which is also good. The process of making oats helps minimize soil erosion, reduce plant disease, and insect activity. This limits the need for herbicides and creates substantial cropping practices, which it's like, wow. We love oat milk. I guess oat milk isn't a food. It's a beverage. But I wanted... I mean, like... But I mean, oat meal is a food. Yeah. So... Oat milk is my favorite non-dairy It's also my favorite non-dairy alternate yeah. brand. I said it first. <laughs> We're going to have to check the tape on that. <laughs> <laughs> what fact did you learn? Um. Okay. Mine's all beef-based. Um. So, the quarter pounder was invented. I don't remember... In what year? And then A&W, Quarter Pounder is a McDonald's burger. A&W came out with their own version to try to compete with Wait. it. And they called it, it was a third pound burger. Yeah. But Americans are so stupid that they thought that was less meat yes. than a Quarter Pounder. I have so heard this before. it didn't before. work. We're so, fu- like people are so <laughs> fucking dumb. Like learn fractions, you idiots. Yep. Um, but I also learned that. One burger patty can contain hundreds of different cows. Sorry, mm-hmm. Betty, Betsy. I, those are cow <laughs> names. Um, it says hamburgers are almost always a mishmash of many animals. The ground beef we buy at the supermarket is made of an unknown collection of muscle tissues. And it's still delicious. See, I think that, that is a reason why the Red Robin burger hurt my stomach so much is because... I usually have Impossible Burgers now, but I was like, I want the real thing. And I think I just got used to not having it. That when I did, my body was like, we don't do this anymore. That is so crazy. Yeah. No, I love meat. I love, especially beef. Like if there's beef on the menu, like bitch, I will be there. Well, these facts might sway you otherwise. Let's see. Um, livestock farming is one of the main contributors to soil erosion around the world. I literally am combating that with using oat milk. Did you not just hear my fact? (laughs) And raising livestock generates 14.5% of global greenhouse gas emissions. I've never been fond of like the greenhouse effect. (laughs) Like I've never really been fond of like living in a greenhouse i think it's like musty so like (laughs) i don't understand why this is a problem okay all right yeah so blame richie if you guys don't have any oxygen anyways you guys will see me at mcdonald's (laughs) i'm getting like fucking quarter pounder (laughs) where are you gonna be this week where can people find you well is this coming out this week yep i will be in salt lake city and boise idaho Opening for Joey Dombrowski. Fun. Where will you be this week? 
um, this week, Wednesday, I will be at Laughs for their showcase. Thursday, I will be in Raymond, Washington. Friday, heading down to Olympia for a comedy contest. Where the fuck is Raymond, Washington? It's like towards Aberdeen, past Aberdeen, somewhere. Okay, yeah, cool. Along the coast. And then Saturday, I'll be in Shelton. So it's a real Washington, just seeing the sights kind of weekend. Oh my God, look at you. (laughs) So much gas. It's going to be great. No, it's going to be awesome. Yeah. We're going to have a ton of fun. You too. I hope so. Can't wait to come back after our tours. (laughs) (laughs) Trade notes. (laughs) I'm going to be like, so did they put you in a hotel? (laughs) You're like, no, I drove seven hours in one day. Oh. Hi, the money, y'all. There are poor people here. Uh, Okay, well, thank you so much for listening, everyone. This has been the Pretty Dumb Podcast. Yeah. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye, everyone. Thank you.